Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey everyone, Taylor here. I am so excited to share this episode with you. Today we're talking about all things product photography with our own brand photographer who has shot product photos and branding sessions for Studio Sisters. Her name is Destiny Rowell and her company is called Frames by Destiny. She's also a former teacher, by the way, so we're going to get into talking about her journey from leaving her teaching job to going out full time. And then we're also going to get into a ton of do's and don'ts in the episode and what makes her cringe in a photo and what makes her excited in a photo. So let's dive into the episode. Hi, Destiny. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, Taylor and Katie. All right. So first up, just tell us about yourself, um, where you live and what you create. All right. Well, thank you, first of all, for having me. And I am Destiny, the creator of, creator of Frames by Destiny, where I'm a photographer and graphic designer. Um, home is Mississippi Gulf Coast, where I started my business, and it kind of bloomed from there. But about four years ago, we relocated to South Alabama. So I live in a little small town called Op, um, and that's where we plan it for now. <laughs> Destiny um, is a former teacher like myself who just recently made the jump into focusing full-time on being a creative entrepreneur and leaving teaching behind. Can you share a little bit about like what it was like for you? What were your moments when you were like, I'm going to actually focus on my creative business? Yeah. So, um, so I have been a photographer for about 15 years on the coast. And, um, I mean, as a creative, we just, it starts off as creating someone sees it they love it they want some of it and then before we know we are wearing all these hats that we never signed up for we are pr and we are head of marketing and we are photographers and videographers and stuff that we're like i don't even know what i'm doing overnight and it's so easy to get burnt out so when we relocated i took that time to kind of um step back um, breathe, cultivate um, work that genuinely reflected who I was. Um, and at that time of kind of chilling, um, an opportunity to teach um, at the local high school came up and it was to teach graphic design. And so I was like, I know that I can do that. So it was a, a different outlet that I was able to um, use my creative um, creativity for and also teach teach kids, I guess, was um, a neat aspect of it. I was able to show them that 
being creative wasn't just paint and color. It was actually, like I said earlier, it's problem solving. Um, and that's a necessity in life that unfortunately a lot of um, kids don't have. Um, they shut down real fast and we could go on and on about that. But um, I got put in this situation and I absolutely realized I love teaching. But before I knew it, I'm an all in kind of girl. Like I'm black or white, I'm 110 or I'm nothing. And so before I knew it, I was working 40 plus hours a week um, there before I, I was supposed to clock in and way, you know, there way after I was supposed to clock out for a fraction of the pay um, just to deliver uh, what I thought was uh, maintain a quality of education that students deserved. Um, and then I reflected back on how much time I was investing into this and not being compensated. I could work two days a week um, in photography and make what I was bringing home an entire month at school. And so um, I realized that my time wasn't being valued or compensated. And I started to value myself and my time. Um, my time that I was missing out on my family, the things that I love to do, even photography, like that's who I am. And I, that was on some way back burner way back there. Um, so I realized that I needed to make a shift. So I went through with my contract that summer. I prayed, thought long and hard about it. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that to my family or myself. I can't resign my contract. So, um, school, the new school year started in August. I kind of laid back. Um, my little boy's in middle school, so that was a big transition for him. And then I hit the ground running in September of 2021. I said, revamp, new mental space. I'm going to take everything that, um, all the lessons that I learned, what not to do and do it differently this time. And it has been the most filling thing ever because um, I get to be so transparent on the platforms that I that I'm on that I can educate and empower and most importantly, encourage other people that are in my shoes or just starting out or have been doing it for a while and in that rut. So it was a necessity for sure. I love and your photos are amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was oh, going to say, I so love much. what you do. Um, <laughs> your photos are beautiful and full disclosure here. Destiny has done a shoot with us for our own branding, but what I, I love for your business, what I see like on your website and your social media is like that you feel so comfortable like talking to both your clients that you're shooting photographs for, but also business owners and other creative people. And we get asked this question a lot, like how do we both sell a product and also teach other business owners? And like, isn't that counterintuitive? Like that doesn't really work. But I see the path forward is like all of those people are in the same space. Like they might not be business mm -hmm. owners now, but maybe they're going to be inspired by you to start a business. Or maybe, you know, they just enjoy learning about it, even if they never intend to be someone who you're teaching as a photographer, but they just enjoy watching you like share about it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how we, I caught myself during the Olympics watching and being so drawn into all the Olympics behind the scenes. And I will never ever do any of that but i was invested into what they ate where they went it was just it's neat to i think to be able to see layers of mm -hmm. people for who they are and what they do and where they come from and like i said 
me 10 years ago, I would be so strategic about what I posted or what I wanted people to see in this go. I'm just like, you know what, this is what we are. And it has had the most um, positive feedback. And I'm like, this is me. Okay. You guys like me. I like me. We can do this now. And it's to be able to serve my clients for long-term versus short-term. And it's been so rewarding. I keep saying that, but that's the only words that kind of on for it. Well, I love that. I think that's really great. Um, let's just go ahead and, and dive into talking about product photography. So I think this is something that a lot of people find very difficult to actually do. And we can all say that it definitely takes practice, but maybe can you break that down to what you think is a great photo? What is a bad product photo? Like what photos make you excited to purchase or make you cringe? Yeah. So, um, so number one thing, um, to me that creates a good photo, rather it be on a phone, a professional camera, a Polaroid, whatever it may be is light. Um, natural light is going to be, I can't scream it enough from the mountaintops. It's so important. Um, whenever you use it in the right way. Um, and that just takes practice. Um, another good quality for a good photo is just having a, a crisp, clean representation of what your product or service is. The last thing you want to do is scroll and someone have a decent photo and slap some kind of filter on there. Those are cringeworthy to me. Um, and then of course, I am such a I pay attention to so much detail. If there is a light socket in the background, I'm not looking at what you're selling. I'm looking at that light socket and cannot believe that you did not crop that out. So mm -hmm. just being aware, I think, um, makes a huge difference. But light is going to be it's going to be the key to everything. Um, and what makes a bad photo? Bad light, of course. Um, using, you know, shooting in your kitchen on your kitchen counter with that awful yellow tint. It's just not good. It's it's it that makes me cringe. Um yeah. a busy background. I don't like if you're photographing and then there's a half of a jacket on a, a chair or a couch. I think that just it says so much about who you who you are. Um and I think if you are on platforms like Etsy and things like that, selling that you are creative and you should pay attention to detail and you are artist. And I, I highly believe that, I mean, I'm biased, but photography is art. Rather you create and sell, you know, crochet mittens or belts or stickers or whatever it is that ultimately it all shows your brand. So that's just a few things that I, that I would stay away and try and, you know, and draw to is, is like. Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop, your Instagram, and your personal style or niche as a maker or artist. Well, imagine no more because Katie and I are going to teach you exactly how to make your handmade small business goals a reality, no matter what you make and sell. Maybe you feel like you're not totally sure what you're doing with your Etsy shop. You know you need more engagement on social media, but you hate the idea of showing your face. You feel like you're out of ideas. Uh, or you have weird feelings you're unclear about pricing, product photography, and whatever the heck Etsy SEO is and optimization. Well, we used to be there too. And if we had known years ago what we know now about selling handmade online, it would have made a world of difference. We worked really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy and Instagram for artists and handmade sellers. 
and it has paid off for our shop, and we want you to be there too. Today, we use Etsy SEO to drive traffic to our shop. We cultivate killer listing descriptions so that we can easily convert views into sales and have a high Etsy conversion rate. Since March 2020, we've been able to generate nearly 10,000 sales of over 25,000 products on Etsy alone without a single paid ad. We just needed a strategy. Wondering what our strategy is? Well, here's what it includes. Niching down so you know exactly who you're selling to, goal setting with daily and weekly workflows, and 100% understanding the Etsy algorithm so that you can drive traffic and write your listing descriptions in a way that sells. We also know how to authentically market ourselves and our products with branding and social media that feels good. And the cool thing is we turned our exact strategy into an easy step-by-step guide that you're able to fully duplicate. Our course is called Dream Create Sell, and we teach you the step-by-step way to make more sales and grow your handmade business on Etsy and Instagram. So if you've been looking for a way to hit the fast forward button and learn everything you need to know from Etsy experts who have been where you are and know exactly what your next step needs to be, we would love for you to join us. Dream Create Sell is a self-paced 100% online course where we will teach you how to do all of the things we just mentioned in our strategy, including how to stand out in your niche, how to nail your Etsy SEO and your product photography, and how to authentically grow on Instagram. Our course is open for registration now, and we have a special podcast discount code for you, our listeners. The code is PODCAST, all capital letters, for $100 off the course, and this code never expires. So you can go to shopstudiosisters.com today to find all of the information about Dream Create Sell and use that discount code, PODCAST, all capital letters. We would love to have you inside the course. I think that's really cool. Um, Do you have any tips for our listeners about photo editing? A lot of our listeners are probably beginners or using their phones. So do you have any favorite apps as well? Oh, gosh. Um, Lightroom? (laughs) Lightroom is my jam. And so if you've never heard of it, Google it. It will blow your mind. But um, you can get it on your desktop or you can get it on your iPhone. Um, But it is a free app. I mean, you can upgrade to get all the stuff, but I don't even own the the premium where I just do everything that I do. It's a free app where um, it edits photos and it allows you to adjust things in your photos like lighting, shadow, contrast, sharpness, cropping out. Um, the coolest thing that I that I've realized that um, it does and it probably benefit a lot of product photographers is you can adjust color on there. So if you are shooting and um, your product in person is more warm tones and you're like this is photographing so cool and blue you could pop that photo in there select blue desaturate the blues just the blues you can pick the oranges bump that up make it a little bit warmer and then you have an an exact representation of what your product is and that's the hardest thing to do when you're a product photographer is you want to display close as possible what you can to what your client or your customer is going to receive. Because last thing you want to do is order something online that's red and get in and it's purple, mm-hmm. which <laughs> so, um, so Lightroom, like I said, um, it's free. Uh, there's no connections here, but I just, I swear by it. Um, if you are like destiny, you can only have one app on your phone. 
take my Facebook, take my Instagram, take my YouTube, but you're not taking my Lightroom. Like, (laughs) I didn't know that Lightroom was free. I don't know why, but in my head, I was like, you have to have an Adobe subscription to get Lightroom. Yeah, I thought that too. I know me too. And like I said, well, I was like, well, maybe it just lets you have a free trial, but no. And so ever since I've got it, I've been, it's been downhill since, but it has been the number one thing that I probably use um, for my photography business is my mm-hmm. phone and, and a mobile app. It's, it's crazy. I've never thought that 10 years ago, but. That's interesting. Yeah. We, I would say the majority of our listeners are probably shooting their photos from their phone. And so Um, you know, it just makes everything simple. Like you don't need to take your pictures on your phone and then upload them to your computer and use some editing software there. You can do everything for your handmade business on your phone. You can take your pictures, you can edit them in an app like Lightroom and then upload them into Etsy. So I think it's just about like, I love these kind of podcasts where we have guests who share a tip like Lightroom where, um, we're like, wow, this is making everything even smoother How much easier. and easier. Yes, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I want to talk about equipment. Um, most small business owners have a small budget or no budget for like paying a photographer or buying new equipment. So with that in mind, like if you were starting from the beginning with a photography business or a handmade product business, what would you say are the things you would spend money on and invest in and which are the things you would skip out on or um, find a way to DIY it for free? I learned the hard way, but investing in education seems silly, but it's very important. Mm -hmm. It will cut years off of your ups and downs or your trial and errors. If it seems like that, if you were to invest before you even make money, you're like, this is so crazy, but I can't stress how important that it is. It will shoot you off into, you know, years of progress that you were to just try and do it by yourself. And I was that person. I'm like, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it by myself. Cause I don't need no outsourcing, but if I can go back and redo it, I would invest in my education. And like I said earlier, there's so many things that you can learn that's free out there. Mm -hmm. Just connecting with other creatives. And I mean, there's tons of free courses people do or free masterclasses that of course we want to eventually upsell or sell or just not really upsell. We want to help you more um, if you need it, but sometimes you can take that free masterclass and that just might inspire you and be all that you need. Um, We keep mentioning our phones. Um, I'm an iPhone person, love me, hate me, but it's never done me wrong. Um, But investing in a good phone has, like you said, it changes, it changes everything. You go from shooting with a camera, having to upload, having to edit on a computer. I mean, something that would take me a day, I can literally sit on my couch and do it while I eat lunch, like with a phone. I don't know why I'm showing you my phone, but, um, but yeah, so a good phone, um, would be my biggest investment, I think, because you can run a business on the go, especially if you aren't a full-time, you know, business owner, if you're doing this, if you're a teacher and you're trying to do your hustle on the side, um, there's no excuses with the phone either. You know, they've made them, they've, the things that our phones can do blows your mind. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I would say my biggest investment would be a phone in education. Now, the things that I'm a DIYer, like if you tell me, you know, I could buy that for $30 and I can make it for 300, 
I'm probably gonna <laughs> try and do it myself. But um, that's just that's just me. But um, I love creating. Um, I'll create light boxes. I mean, you can go to the Dollar Tree and get some white styrofoam boards for a dollar and create a light box. Um, I have them everywhere. I use as reflectors. Um, I mean, that's a buck. My recent best friend is wrapping paper. So I will go through Target or wherever and look at all the different wrapping paper and people think, oh, you're fixing to wrap a gift. No, I'm fixing to do a full-blown photo shoot. You know, you can use them as lay flats. And then the good thing is you can just chunk them. I mean, you have hardly anything in them. Um, another DIY, I use a lot of curtain panels. So I'll go buy one curtain panel for a backdrop or a lay flat, and you could use it over and over and over again. Um, DIY, paint. Paint is your best friend. If you get tired of looking at something one color, paint that sucker, and then it's like, boom, brand new. You got oh, a yeah. whole new whole new scenery, backdrop, lay flat, just from some paint that you probably have laying around the house. So mm-hmm. um, don't be scared to do it yourself by any means. The paint tip is awesome to me because like we had a like a vinyl photography background that we kind of got tired of the color and the pattern. It was like a wood grain. So we actually like painted the vinyl backdrop. And so now we use it all the time. Yeah. Spray paint, any kind of paint you give me. I'll use exterior paint. It doesn't matter. It just brings life and and it's really cool. And as creatives, we it's neat to be able to see something and be able to transform it into something else. Something that wasn't in the universe you create and then it's like, boom, who would ever thought? That's awesome. Okay. And somewhat related, I have a super fun question for you, Destiny. If like someone gave you like an extra thousand dollars in your creative business budget, like where you are right now, how would you spend it? I have a photo shoot bucket list mm-hmm. that all these places around the world that I would love to do photo shoots in. 30A was on them. So we kind of conquered that in the last couple of weeks. Nashville's on it and I'm hitting that in March. So I'm super excited about that. But my like dream is um, Joshua Tree National Park in Cali. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't care if you have, if you're bridal, I don't know. I just want to shoot any subject there and just kind of spend the day or the, even the night, the skies, like, yeah. they're amazing there. So I would definitely go as far as I could on that thousand dollars to try and travel at least to one of those bucket list photo shoot ideas. I love that idea. That I'll, I love Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. I'll, you tell uh, me whatever you want me to model. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Well, Destiny, thank you so much for sharing everything. This has been like so valuable. Your photo tips, your encouragement of like, here's what I would invest in. Here's what I wish I had known when I started. And like, it's just so um, honest and open and I love it. And I know our listeners are going to find this super helpful. So um, one last question, and that is if our listeners want to learn more from you or possibly chat with you about booking branding sessions for their business or their product, where can they find you? So I am all over Instagram. I love Instagram. And that is at frames by destiny. And that's going to be D-E-S-T-I-N-Y. Um, same handle on Facebook, or you can go to framesbydestiny.com and there's tons of goodness there too. You can find me anywhere, I'm sure. Great. Well, thank you so much, Destiny. And um, it's truly been a pleasure talking to you on the podcast today. All right. Thank you.